Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy, SJ Beats, here with... Yours truly, Miss Proper. What's going on, boys and girls and gender nonconformers? Yes! And we're coming to you live from the comfort of our own home. Amen. Woo, woo, woo. Yes! What is going on today in the world? It is a beautiful Wednesday. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to be on this episode with you. Like, what's going on with you first, Miss Proper? What's going on this week? First off, when are you never excited to be on this episode with me? I'm the only one who does it with you. <laughs> this week, I'm just super excited to be on this episode with you. So, you know, I just had to make that known. Okay. One of these one of these episodes, I want to hear you say you are not excited about this topic. So, we'll, we'll see. Because <laughs> the listeners, we like, when are you not excited? But... <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for asking about moi. I am, I don't know, I guess I'm cool. I just completed my first week of work being back. Nobody mm-hmm. really gave me any trouble over wearing the mask. Uh, mm. see, I'm eating my ice cream. I started watching 13 Reasons Why. Mm. Uh, I'm not, I know, I know, I'm like on episode six. So it's, it's, woof. Clay is going insane in the membrane. If any of you are watching it, he is like crazy. But it just shows you how much secrets can weigh you down. So that was in, that's what I'm doing. Oh, and I'm also not doing my hair right now. For those of you who are wondering, because my grandma tried to check me and she's talking about, are you gonna... girl, Gladys tried it. She's talking about, are you done with your hair yet? You always talk about you're doing it every episode, okay? Like, lady. Get it together. <laughs> I'm not going to play she, with yeah, She really tried to comfort you in every call that you talk to her, but it's fine. It's fine. She means well. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it for my week so far. And, yeah, what about you? What's been going on? What's new? Oh, well, like you, I have joined the working world once again. Um, good old retail <laughs> child. Blessed Jesus. Um, it's a lot going on just because if child, it gets so hot in that mask at work mm-hmm. and you just have to talk, 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 and you have to sanitize every transaction. Child, you, we probably have about 200 plus, 300 plus transactions. So imagine wiping mm-hmm. down a counter every time somebody touches something or every time the, the pen pad is touched. So it's a little tiring, and I'm like, child, I don't even clean this much at home. So y'all asking for a whole bunch, but you know, I want the coin, I guess. So I'm going to do what I need to do. But other than that, work has been kind of fine. I, I, I was happy to see a lot of the employees that I do, like, kind of associate with, and we kind of miss mm-hmm. each other. So I was happy with that regard. Um, what else is going on this week? Um, just continuously going on my little job search thing, on my little interview train, you know, trying to get that popping or whatever so we can be stable you know we all looking for stability these days but other than that mm-hmm. um that's it it's been it's been a really good week so far so i can't complain i won't complain for that's sure good. i can hear, i can hear in your voice that you've had like a really you know chill kind of decent yeah good yeah. I like that. exactly yeah. oh well i am excited again <laughs> i said it just so you could come in <laughs> Um, today, today, today is going to be some kind of fun and very educational at the same time um, because we're going to be talking it out. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about sex. Yes, girl. Exactly. We did not have the lyrics in front of us, so please don't uh-uh. roast us too Did fun. not. Don't, don't quote me on that. I mean, it's a cute song, though. But yes, y'all, today we're going to be talking all about sex, which is, 
I mean, the ins and outs, and then, you know, we're going to get into the deeper things as well. But we're going to get into the fun things, too. So, y'all, just sit back and enjoy the ride, because y'all are in for a treat today. Um, For sure. Do you have any comments, questions, concerns before we start? Uh Uh-uh. Make sure you're in a room. Make sure you're in a car. Make sure you got us turned up. Make sure you can hear us, because y'all are in for a treat, child. Period. And if you don't want to hear it, this is your time to click off. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If you are underage, you probably should turn this off right now and go let make your hair listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, hey, it is what it is. So let's start this thing of a jiggy off. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to start with our first time stories. No, we're not going to be like 30 minutes talking about our first time, but I just am really interested in just y'all hearing mine and hearing Ms. Proper's and seeing if you relate to any of the things that we kind of go through or went through when it comes to sex. So, Ms. Proper, I'll start with you, of course, naturally, the queen first. Um, oh, it's time. Tell us... <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. Um, let's start with the first time experience. What was that? I'm not going to say what was it like. Whatever you want to share about your first time. Where were you? How were you? Anything, just let us have it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess it's only right that you start with your first time because at the mm-hmm. beginning, it all started with, but anyways, so for my first time, <laughs> I, I know I'm trying to paint this magical picture, but yeah, that's not happening. Anyways, but my first time, let's see, I was 19 years old in college, whatever have you. Before I even had sex, I was just, I don't know, you know how TV hype it up and they're just like, it's like magical rainbows and you're gonna feel like a new mm-hmm. person it was almost Ugh. like when I like first like got my period and my mom sat on my bed and she's like do you feel like a woman yet no I feel <laughs> awkward because you're sitting here <laughs> so asking me this weird question like it like yeah. that's the whole thing that that's what I was getting from like your, how your first time would be but mm. I mean honestly I think my first time was really special I don't regret it because a lot of people yeah. like had already had sex before I had at that mm. point. And, like, some of them either regretted their first time or they wish they could change it, or some of them were totally fine with it, and they probably wouldn't change a thing, like I said before. But for yeah. me specifically, uh, my first time, it was it was kind of awkward. <laughs> it, mm. was, it was awkward because we were both virgins, so mm. we were trying to figure out the mechanics of it all. And oh, wow. every, right, and I was like, everything starts with what? Dry humping. So is that, is that not is that not where your starts? No, that's that's clearly normal. Oh. All right, so that's where we started, and then like one thing led to another, and then and and through the whole entire time of it escalating from one thing to the next, I was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" Because I knew, in my mind, I was like, "Oh, you know." I would like to wait to marriage, and if I wait to marriage, that'd be cool. But if it happens before, mm-hmm. it's fine. Like I'm not yeah. super gun ho on it, but I knew his values and his morals, and I and I knew for a fact that waiting to marriage was a big deal for him. But mm-hmm. he was kind of leading the train more than I was. Mm-hmm. And then, well, right? I know, fine. right? <laughs> exactly. So then we we end up having sex, and I don't know. I don't remember time wise. I wouldn't have known the difference of anything. But right after. Like, he felt super, I guess, uncomfortable. Mm. And I was just like, okay. And I was like, what is this? Like, where are the rainbows? Where are, right. the, where are the fireworks? Where is everything? And I just, I, yeah. I realized I just felt like a normal, I just felt normal afterwards. 
I did feel yeah. kind of bad because I like like I said I knew where his values were, and then I was going mm-hmm. around talking to people, and I was like, I'm never gonna do it again, and blah blah yeah. blah. People don't tell you that you bleed after, even after. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I know this is TMI. I thought I'm getting real mm-hmm. real far, but no 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 yeah, no. I thought it's know these things. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't realize it happened. Like I knew it happened like as you were doing it, but I didn't realize like it lingered a little long, like a little oh, while after. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting, and. Yeah, I was surprised that we knew how to put on a condom. I was surprised that the parts, <laughs> you know, you knew where to go. And, uh-huh. yeah, for the most part, it was awkward, but it was also cool because you got I got to experience it for the first time with someone else who was their first time. And, yeah, I know we said we weren't going to go on to it. I feel like people were like, damn it, Miss Proper, you're so awkward. <laughs> no, that was, no, that was, okay. I, I learned something new. I didn't know all of this. I mean, I kind of knew some hints and pieces, but I didn't really know everything, so. That's definitely yeah. an interesting story. Yeah. I don't know. It was cool. It's the one I definitely don't regret. And mm-hmm. it, I guess the, there's a show that's out. I don't know what it's called, but I guess they said that's a realistic experience of you just mm. having sex with someone in general. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming that it would relate to mine. It's just kind of like, hey, we're doing this. Okay, cool. <laughs> and yeah, that was it. But anyways, right. moving on because I'm starting to ramble. What was your first time like? Oof. That I haven't actually heard the story, so you know. Oh, that is so interesting. That you know what? I don't even think a lot of people have heard the story. I don't even know if I, whatever. Um, I a little bit of a backstory, the quick backstory. I've always, um, I don't know, some reason I've always prided myself in being a virgin for the longest time. I was like, yeah, like I was kind of like you in a sense, like, oh, when I do lose, it's gonna be magical. It's gonna be the man of my dreams. It's gonna be the man I marry. Like this is gonna be whatever, whatever. And I don't know, we're human and things happen and, you know, hormones are raging and stuff like that. So when I got Mm -hmm. to my undergrad, um, I wasn't doing anything in the city of my undergrad. It would always be like I would experiment when I was outside of the city because the city is very small. Atlanta is very small, Mm -hmm. close knit. Everybody knows everybody. So I never really played around in the city. Um, but when I would go back home or say when I go to DC to visit like family or I would go to South Carolina because my mom when she was was in the States, that's when I would I guess be on the prowl, I guess. So for my first experience it actually happened in Fort Washington, Maryland. <laughs> Ooh, no. Um talk about it. Um being real <laughs> promiscuous child. Um it was just a guy I really liked him. He was I actually had met him. He had this is when I was working at Payless back in the day. And um, I met him at Payless, and we just had a conversation. I didn't even know that he was gay. I didn't know any of these things about him. I just knew that he was interesting, and he kept wrapping me up, like, talking a whole bunch when I was mm-hmm. trying to, like, recover shoes and stuff. And he would come mm-hmm. by every once in a while. I was at a little fast forward, fast forward. Um, he invited me over, which I was I was scared to go over there by myself, one. So I brought mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought my cousin uh, Diana with me just to meet him. Not I wasn't going to do anything with him, just to meet him and see his house and stuff like that. So we went, and it was very nice. We'll set up in Fort Washington. You know, had his own little car, had his little house. Very nice, very uh, gentleman, very much so. And he met my cousin. He fed us like this whole gentleman thing. Da, 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 da. Fast forward, mm-hmm. maybe a week later, I felt the courage to meet with him by myself, and I came over there, you know, copped somebody's whip and drove all the way out there to Fort Washington. We won't say who. And um, we chilled and did the same thing, had dinner and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. I think it was me egging it on because I was just so curious at that point because all of my friends, like you said, had already had lost. Or we're talking about sex so much, and I feel like I wanted to contribute to that conversation someday, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't rushing myself. 
But one thing led mm-hmm. to another, and we're human, and we were just doing things like orally at first, and then it became you want more after you didn't tease the situation, right? And then next thing I know, he's on top of me, and we are doing the do. And um, I don't even know if it counts as my first time, to be honest. No shade to him. Because we had sex, first of all, but it had to have lasted 10 seconds. It had to be like mm-hmm. 10, 15 seconds. No shade. Because that, that's just what it was. Like maybe one or two pumps, and he was done. And I was like, okay, so this was what I was waiting for? Like this is <laughs> this is my moment? Like, oh, <laughs> Okay. So that happened, and I feel like, like I, I sometimes tell people, I feel like I had two experiences because he, that was like quick pump done. I didn't really feel anything after it is what it was, and I just, you know, we kept communicating and stuff like that, and he was embarrassed, I'm sure. But, like, you know, whatever. But then the second time I had sex was with a different person, and it, we went on for, like, a whole hour. So I was like, I don't know who to consider my first, the person who went on an hour and I act, and I climax as well. Because the first time I didn't, he was done, and then I was just like, yeah, I don't even want to try anything further because that was just too quick. The second time, we both got <laughs> back at the same time. So I'm like, I don't know which one to count as my first time. But enough mm-hmm. rambling. Um, yeah, that was my first time experience. Um, bittersweet. I don't regret anything. Um, you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> and it is what it is. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> right. You said yeah. what you said. I just think it's, it's interesting that we have these ideals of what i don't know did you said you imagine what your first time be like or you didn't really yeah have i don't want to be magical you know mm-hmm. cute. Right. unicorns and rainbows oh. and fluffy glitter and yeah i feel like we're in the same mindset when it comes to like movies and stuff like we yeah. put a lot of our reality into them and we're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like it's gonna be just like this and it's yeah. really not it's super awkward because like especially if you're a virgin it's like yeah. man this whole part of me I'm about to expose to this other person. You, I don't know about you, but I know when I was in, if my mom was even in the dressing room, I'm like, can you get out? Like, I don't care mm, if you push me out mm-hmm. and you've seen it all. Like, get out Yeah. kind of thing. So to, to have this whole other person who you probably haven't even known as long, like, see that part of you, it's it's a whole thing. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm not glad, but I'm just, I'm not, I don't know what the word is I'm trying to say. I'm glad to have had that I experience, can't. I guess. In a way. Yeah, I don't even say glad. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. That's the word. But I can figure yeah, out another yeah. word for it. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, it's interesting that are how they align in some way our experience and how we feel about it. And if you are still a virgin, I mean, you you don't feel pressured to do anything, even Please though I know that's probably easier said than done. <laughs> wait, <laughs> let's try. You can wait. wait. <laughs> right. Exactly. This is not like to shame anybody. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I, put that out because I know some things that when we when we were reading up on things some people who are virgins they're like you feel like you're the only one in the world that's mm. left there are other people out there that are virgins okay and it's no yeah. shame to your game so nope. just make sure you are 100% ready before you do anything that's yeah. the main important thing because people it's right you don't forget your first time I mean there's probably some people out there that have but shout the people I know everybody remembers it yeah you know? Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I think that, like, is a perfect segue into, like, misconceptions because you have all types of misconceptions when it comes to uh, sex, i.e. Mm-hmm. being a virgin and what that means to be a virgin. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm pure, I'm holy, da 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 And then you have a person that's just been kind of active for a while. Like, they're, they're kind of veteran to the whole game and what that mm-hmm. means and what that looks like, you know, just 
be patient with yourself and wherever you are in that sexual journey and don't compare yourself to others just because you feel as though, oh, everybody else is doing it or they have this, that, and the third. Maybe I should go do it. I want to see this about it. It's easy to get pulled in that because not only with sex, but just with anything in life. It's just easy to be peer pressure mm-hmm. into something everyone else is doing. So when it comes True. to sex, child, don't, don't think you need to be out here giving it to whoever doing whatever. If that's your calling, cool. But don't think that you're pressured to do that just because your friends or family or whoever is. Because I know I kind of fell victim to that a couple of times. Like, ooh, let me, I, I'm curious. Everybody's talking about this. They sound so ground. You know what I'm saying? I want a piece mm-hmm. of whatever they taste in. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's kind of what led me to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> and you got it. You said, what the rest of it at? <laughs> <laughs> this it? You're not going to warm this up? Give me a fork? Like, that was just, I, I'm dead. Ooh. So. I was like anyway. a Jimmy John sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nasty. <laughs> nasty. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. So That's what it made me think of. No, but. I no, I that made me laugh. That is too much. Um, but yeah, just that whole world of misconceptions. I think another misconception that I kinda have, um, I don't know about you, but for me, mm-hmm. the misconception of um what what was the thought that I heard earlier? Just about just the queer culture as it mm-hmm. pertains to sex and everybody like from my own experience, not speaking of anything I've heard just willy nilly, we all have mm-hmm. been deemed, we all meaning queer culture have been deemed as like sexually promiscuous mm-hmm. and meaning that we are just out here sleeping with everybody. Everybody's sleeping with every gay person sleeps with each other, you know, like, and that's just, now I'm here to clear up the air. <laughs> Like, that is not the case. Not every People are attracted to who they are attracted to. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not attracted to every gay person I see walking the street. Now, I may admire their beauty. Fantastic. You are like that, but you're not like that for me. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's another misconception I want to clear up, that all queer people in my, in my whole culture sleep with each other or look at to sleep with each other or can't be this whole monogamous thing. Like, they're only sexual beings. They can't achieve anything outside of sex, you know, like that. I keep hearing that. I'm just like, ooh, like, have they met me? Have they met my friends? Like, I'm confused. Where is this misconception coming from? So that's a really big thing, uh, sexual misconception that I've been going through as a black uh, person of color, a black person, a black queer person. Um, So, yeah. I wasn't even aware of that misconception. Yeah. Where where did that come from? I mean, I know you were asking where did it come from. Yeah. Where do you do you think you know an idea where that came from, and why know. people do I, people in the heterosexual community think that as well, or is that just within the queer community, or is that within I, every community? Right. I just think personally, I think it's a method for those who are not, let's say, allies in that world. Mm-hmm. I think it's a method for them to demonize who we are as people and as beings. If I'm going to be like quite mm-hmm. honest about it, I just they need a reason for us to be something that is not good just so they can demonize us and have an excuse for treating us the way they do or excluding us the way they do or bullying us or anything else the way right. they do, in, in my opinion. So it's crazy, um, other hey. people may, yeah. It's crazy how the heteros always try to point fingers. And it's like, y'all be over here doing the same thing. Like, I know a couple, <laughs> okay, I know a couple of friends that enslaved with all of their men's. And it's like, okay, like, at this point, he for the team. Like, I'm just right. saying, like, I, I, I do like I know I know people who had like they're they're really close friends and they've been in like mm-hmm. threesomes with each other and the mm-hmm. same man and then they sleep they like no mm-hmm. you get a turn with this man you get a turn with this man it's like I mean to each his own that's how your friend group work but over here right. ma'am if I have him it's done like you can't 
done deal. It's not a pass like, around. Right, exactly. It's not a pass around, okay? This is one and done. This is an excellent person. <laughs> you cannot have him. Even if I ditch him and put him to the curb, you can't have him. He got to be die and be reborn. Like, that's, all, that's the only way you can have him. That's it. I don't, yeah. I don't fool around, like, with stuff like that. But that's fine if that's how you get down. But that's... Right. No. Yeah. My point, I say all that to say is, yeah. like, I don't know why they try to crucify the queer community. Mm-hmm. Or if, and even if that, like, if even if that was your system, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect right. them. Why you care? Right. Right. Like, that's something you that you, y'all would have to, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that's something that y'all have to work out within y'all community because y'all are dating mm. each other. You know, you're trying to find potential mates. Like, that's something of concern for you. Like, me being heterosexual, I shouldn't have to care. Like, as long as you're happy, you're being safe, you're not forcing nobody, do you? Mm. And then... Talk about it. Dude, you end that. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You wrap that up in really, a nutshell. Uh-huh. Right? I don't really know any misconceptions mm-hmm. in the – I guess I, got, I said it slightly that they yeah. that they do sleep around too, but mm-hmm. I don't really know any heterosexual um, – not that I'm the spokesperson, misconceptions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and you're me. Exactly. Uh-huh. We're just speaking to each other and, you know, right. everyone else. But yeah. I don't know any – have you heard of any uh, heterosexual mm-hmm. misconceptions? Nope. Nor do I kind of not care, but, you know, hey, that's just me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think it's, right, exactly. I think it's just because it's, it's like, the default of uh-huh. sexuality, which sucks. Yeah. So it's, like, mm-hmm. everything that they do in the heterosexual community is deemed as normal, even if it's kind of, like mm. – like, you gotta wrap like, really that like, up, Miss Presser. <laughs> that's what like. It, that's what I feel like it is. Even though it's probably a lot of like fuckboy shit, it's just right. like it's it's deemed as normal when it's yeah. not cool. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of things that I can say like, oh, that's not right. That's definitely not right. But that's not right. a misconception. It's like something that happens. It's just not cool that that happens. Exactly. So, I don't know. If you guys know any, like, mm-hmm. misconceptions in the heterosexual community, please feel free to share. I guess I could Google that because, I mean, we have that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are really whoever's listening and, you know, let us know, you know, so we don't have yeah. to do that, you know. Exactly, but, right, exactly. Help us out. Yeah, that, real quick, that, right quick. But that being mm-hmm. said, I, I guess the one thing is not, I don't know if this is just in the heterosexual community, but do you think mm-hmm. – do you believe in having sex before marriage? I mean, even though we both clearly had sex before marriage. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, I'm already guilty. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. But it's like, do we agree with it? Because, like, okay, for example, right. there's this I, – I was friends with this one guy, and he was a part – he is a part of the community, community but okay. he didn't believe that, like, gay people should have the right to marry. And I, 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 didn't, oh, wow. I, didn't, I didn't understand – I know, right? I didn't understand that. Uh-huh. And like it didn't make sense to me, but I was like, dang, yeah. you meet people from with all different kinds of backgrounds. So even though we have right. sex before marriage, we might not agree that you should. So I just want to know like where mm-hmm. you stand on that, even though we clearly have mm-hmm. done it. Yes. Okay. I will answer that when I'll give you a tiny backstory because I've had a a, a friend. Yes, I've had a friend that say, that has said that before. I'm not sure if there's like fully like by the book by this, but this whole thing of mm-hmm. like two. Uh, like gay people shouldn't get married period and it was like mm-hmm. well they shouldn't get married because it's only in the bible for a man and woman to be together but they are still gay saying this so that is very like that's the topic within itself so i think that's interesting that you brought that right. up because we both kind of share that commonality but back to mm-hmm. your um back to the topic of sex before marriage um hmm. i think if that's i, I think if that's what you want to do that's okay 
You know, right. um, I think when I originally was not having sex at all, like I was a virgin, it was easier for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to wait. So I'm, you know, da, 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 and then shit happens. And then here we are, mm-hmm. you know, but um, if you are withholding until marriage, I think that's beautiful. I think that's very like pure and whatever, whatever, and whatever right or way that you want to deem it to be. But um, mm-hmm. I respect it. I mean, for people who have that much, like, I don't say self-control, that sounds terrible, but that something like self-control to not even be like, to want to participate in these things like everyone else or participate in these things as your body's feeling this way for whoever you feel for. Um, I think all of that is interesting. I just feel like I personally, after I experienced sex, I'm just like, I don't know if, I mean, I, I probably could have waited. So I'm like on both sides. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, mm-hmm. maybe I could, you can wait and da, 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 or maybe I wouldn't wait. I don't know. Um, so this day, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, whatever, just live your life, child. If you want to lose it before it <laughs> or whatever, because once you marry, that's going to be the person you're going to be doing to do with until whenever. So, I mean, shoot. Sex is sex at this point. I, I think it's a mindset. You know? We <laughs> <laughs> I mindset. wanted to say that. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, what about you? How do you feel about that? I don't know. I think I'm maybe on where you are because yeah. I did start, like, really extreme where I was like, you know, I want to wait to marriage. But then eventually mm-hmm. as I started to grow, my my uh, beliefs started to kind of relax yeah. a little bit. And it's like, if, right. if it ha- like I said, I was at the point – if I if it happens at marriage time, cool. If it doesn't, cool. I'm not gonna be bummed about it either way. If you mm-hmm. are waiting to marriage, I'm feeling like I'm saying the same thing you're saying. But if you are waiting to marriage, that is cool. Like no shame. If you yeah. are not waiting to marriage, also no shame. I'm just I yeah. just want people to make sure that they are sure in what they're doing and that they don't have regrets with it mm-hmm. later. So mm-hmm. that's my there only thing. And that's it. regrets can happen. Right. Regrets can happen at any time. I mean, we've seen it when people get married, they're like, Oh, I made a mistake. I mean, Kim Kardashian poster child of, you know, short marriage. <laughs> hours. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, sorry, not 72 hours, girl. <laughs> Let me not play 72 days. Okay. Let me give her a little more credit. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you, People just just be sure in what you want, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't mind if people have sex before marriage. I don't think it's an, an issue. I don't think people should be. Am I? I don't think people should be crucified for having sex yeah. before marriage. I think exactly. I was I was conditioned and kind of trained into thinking like, mm-hmm. yes, you need to wait before mm-hmm. marriage. And and the thing is, like, I wasn't even craving sex or anything. Like, I wasn't even thinking right. about it, and it just like it just happened. Like, I was cool happened. with just you yeah. know over the clothes type stuff like we weren't mm-hmm. even doing under the under the clothes type stuff so i was cool right. with how it was but it led to one thing led to another and i was like all right cool if we're going there we're going out. and we're doing this <laughs> and we're doing this exactly <laughs> like this okay like this is happening yeah but, you know yeah to say all that i don't care if you have sex before marriage go for it if you choose to wait go for it whatever makes you happy right Oh, yeah, I I totally agree. Speaking to what you just ended with, um, this is happening, your quote, um, this is happening. Now, this will only be happening if and only if there is consent given. Did Ooh, you like yes. that segue? Did you like that? You start standing like all like poetic, like I was like, I didn't even say that. <laughs> I'm like, what you talking about, baby? Oh, right, but you know. You did good. So you did this, good with that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. This idea of consent. 
mm-hmm. it has been oh lord it's, it has been riveting in like the whole society for like the past like years and years now and some and now that like in present day it's become a little more uh prevalent in the media with the whole mm-hmm. uh me too movement and things of that nature like organizations of that nature um and it's a it's a weird topic because nobody really wants to talk about it because no one some some people don't know really know how to identify it or what's the criteria of consent mm-hmm. um when it comes to you know these sexual situations that you're in so i think i just kind of just want to have us talk about it just for a serious moment just kind of talk about like what consent is to us and what do we feel it is and mm-hmm. go from there you know so i mean right, i can start right. you can start whichever it's fine uh yeah i'll start i guess just giving a just brief definition i feel like everybody sure. should know what yeah. consent but i don't want to assume anyone's you know intelligent <laughs> right intelligent, so. right <laughs> so, so just a quick definition in what consent is is when you're engaging mm-hmm. in sexual activity between you mm-hmm. and another person not you and yourself okay just you and another mm-hmm. person uh consent is about communication and just making sure that you discuss things before you, anything happens you can discuss it before it happens discuss it during ha- while it's happening just communicate with the person you're being mm-hmm. intimate with. If you decide, hey, this is not for me, I don't want to do it, you have the right to stop because it's your body and you can do what you want with it. It's not up mm-hmm. to the other person. So just a verbal agreement to different sexual activities. And it can help both you and whoever you're with respect your boundaries. So that wasn't a quick definition, but I think you I got it, right? You okay, good, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> now, now, as far as consent, what I think it is, I mean, it's obviously what that whole definition is, but like I said, communication. Communication is so important to me, mm-hmm. and if I don't feel comfortable with something, I don't, like, I. to me, I have to say something. Right. So, and if it, I don't know, I, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's communication and just being open about that, because how mm-hmm. are, how do things get solved? I mean, you could see with today's issues, communication, it solves a lot of things that we have going on today. And I think it's very essential when you Mm -hmm. are being intimate with somebody, letting them know the things you don't like, the things you do like, like, Mm -hmm. and not being ashamed of those things, even if Mm -hmm. they aren't the norm, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What about you? I totally agree. I mean, look, once a person says no, no matter how hot and rowdy and whatever y'all are, then yeah, back off. That's it. Like, you know, even if they were mm-hmm. playing, just back off because you just really never know. You know what I'm saying? Because I know there's situations where um, I, I have not ever done it, but I've witnessed just like TV and shows and stuff like that where two people are together and one person is like, I guess they're role playing. Like they're like popping mm-hmm. Batman, you know, st- stuff like that, and you're just like, oh mm-hmm. no, no, don't do that, you know, da, da, da. just don't right. even, don't even play in that in that realm or that world, just because it could be, it can be mixy, and then at some point mm-hmm. it's like, wait, is it consent or is it not consent? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, where they are actually saying no, do they mean when they say no? Like, as soon as somebody mm-hmm. say no, is a whole just drop the whole mission. That's just my whole deal. Just like have enough self control. I know people get rowdy and stuff like that and into it and want to do this, do that. But child, go use your hand if you're a guy or exactly. you or well, girl. Use your hand. Get you a toy, something. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. it's not it's not never that serious to you know take advantage of someone and and, and their sacredness of their body. So um, yeah, that's short and sweet for me. Consent, consent is sexy. <laughs> You know, if you're gonna have consent, do not do it. Do not proceed forward, baby. Don't. Exactly. And even if the tip is in, you can still say no. 
No. As soon as no is said, no. Back your ass up. Exactly. No No is no. (laughs) You sound like Medea. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you know what? You want to know a funny side story? So, just about consent in general. So, I'm so paranoid with this whole, it falls under consent. Um, I'm so paranoid, and I learned this from my friend, and he's probably going to kill me because I gave away his secret, but it's okay because he's probably going to listen anyway. Cephas, look, so Cephas told me a long time ago, he's a very funny person, first of all. That's like my BFF for life um, in our whole friend group. And he was like, I thought he was just so country, and I just thought, I was like, bitch, who does this? So he was telling me when he would have, like, situations where he, like, meet up with someone he's really feeling and stuff like that, and they would come over, and, you know, things probably or maybe could get hot and heavy, um, he keeps a knife by his bed. Just in case no does not mm. mean no. And I'm like, I think, <laughs> I'm like, I first I laughed at it because I'm like, that is so country. Like, you got a whole knife in your bed all the time. He's like, no, I, I'll, um, I'll put it in the kitchen, wash, you know, and then, you know, bring it back if I need to. You know, I said, oh, okay. And now I do, I literally do the same thing. Well, I have a taser now, so I don't have to use a knife. But just in case, you know, I, you never know what people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, they're so kind and gentle and stuff like that. And then they can change as soon as that they're sexually wow. aroused and can't stop, you know? So you have to protect mm-hmm. yourself in situations like that. I, I'll say all that to say, sometimes you also have to protect yourself in, in safety issues on people that don't abide by your no or don't abide exactly. by you not giving consent. So, I, exactly. yeah, that's, I think that's all very interesting. And even though we're paying attention to the verbal cues, I think just mm-hmm. to be considerate of each other, pay attention to the nonverbal cues, that mm-hmm. person's body language. I mm-hmm. think that's another thing that people may not think about because I know some people, they – they may not say anything, but they don't right. feel comfortable. And I feel like right. the person that's being intimate with them, there's, you. I mean, you've seen it in movies sometimes. Yeah. Like, do you want to? Do you want to stop? Like, we've seen Love and Basketball. Yeah. Some, yes. some of us have, you know, where they're like, "You want to stop?" <laughs> and then she's like, "No," but she wasn't even saying anything. You know, it was just right. she. She was tense and she seemed uncomfortable, right. and he took yeah. note of that. I mean, even though he's like, "Look, I want to do this," and I think right. that's something we we don't think about we don't think about mm. a lot we're just so used uh-huh. to like did you say no if you watch any SVU right. episode they're like did you say no she's like no but I didn't want it and it's like if that person just took a second to just look at them and see how their body is reacting to what they're doing mm-hmm. they would they would think twice I would think and question like hey does it, are you okay can we do this is it not okay kind of thing mm. Mm-mm-mm. I so, totally yeah, agree, body, 100%. Yeah, so verbal cues, nonverbal cues, definitely be aware of that before, you know. Not before. I, why do I keep saying before? Before, during, and after. <laughs> being in, right. I don't know why I keep saying before because I'm, I'm definitely contradicting myself when I say that. But <laughs> right. <laughs> during. Okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. But definitely think about those things. Consent is mm. important. So we're pro-consent in case you were wondering. Okay. Woo-hoo. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw another one at you and see how it works. Okay. So we're okay. talking about <laughs> once you have consent and you all move forward in your sexual mm-hmm. activity, child. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be with a, in a situation with someone who cares about your body as much as you care about theirs. And what I mean by that is. Climaxing, getting yours when you get yours, then they get theirs as well. And you have some people in the world, once they get into these sexual situations, they only care about getting theirs. And then the other person mm-hmm. is just there as some type of sex doll that they just use to get theirs mm-hmm. and that's it. 
So let's mm-hmm. talk about that because I understand, and that's so funny um, that we're even talking about this anyway because I just literally, somebody shout out to Kiara because we literally just talked about this maybe two days ago, um, hmm. just about the whole sex thing and then reaching your climax and stuff like that and how some guys just get up and go, you know. So shout out to her because she mm-hmm. listens to every episode. Um, but let's <laughs> let's tackle that uh, topic. You said of that? Yes. Sorry, I, I, I didn't know where you was going to stop, but when you said mm-hmm. that, made me think of uh, Taraji P. Henson and went mm-hmm. in that movie, What Men Want, and, like, the mm-hmm, first time mm-hmm, she had mm-hmm. sex with that guy, she was like, yes. all right, to the left. But he was thinking all these crazy thoughts about her, and she didn't uh-huh. know that, so, like, the next time that they have sex, that she, that's what I <laughs> thought of, because uh-huh. she was so focused on hers, and he was right. like, he felt, you could see how he felt, like, violated. It was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, like, am I even human? Because she just right. like, used me and went to sleep. So, yeah, right. please don't be a selfish lover. That's what we're kind of we're Ooh, leading into. In talk case. about it, yes. Right. That's what we're leading into. So, yeah, go ahead. Were you, were you going to say something after, before I, like, um, rudely jumped in? No, you're good, because that, that was a great reference, because I didn't even think about that scene. But that, that was a funny scene. But, yes, that's definitely what was going on there. She was very much so being a selfish lover and just getting her fixed until she gets mm-hmm. in and being that's it. And I've been in, I personally have been in situations like that, but I just think, that just shows you everywhere about the person. I've been in it often. I maybe can count two times, I think. Um, I've been in a situation where we were intimate, this, is that. And then once he got his stuff, okay, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm tired or I'm ready to go or whatever. But I'm just like, did we just do this do and you got your do done, but mine ain't going to get done tonight. Like, how that work? That's <laughs> extremely trifling selfish. I don't even care. And I don't. I did not deal with those people ever again because I'm just like, clearly, you only after what you want. And that probably can mm-hmm. just reveal itself to anything else about your character as a person, just based mm-hmm. off of our bedroom analysis here, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah don't be a selfish lover. That's such a great title. <laughs> don't be a damn selfish lover. If you're going to get yours, make sure the other person gets theirs too. It's, it's, it's a moment here, you know? It's not just your moment. It's our moment. Thank you. Exactly. So. That's almost... It's weird. It's almost kind of hard mm-hmm. to not be a selfish lover, I guess, if you're not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, want, I don't want to say it like this, but like if you're not in a relationship with somebody, mm. you know, because it's like okay. if, if you think about it, if it's, just, if it's like like one hit wonder kind of stuff, like you can't really right. tell that. I mean, you can and see right. if they pick up on the directions, but right. some people aren't that great at following them. So you don't have enough time <laughs> to tell them like, like, yeah. hey, this is how I like to be loved, or this is what I, this right. is what my body needs and this is what my body likes, kind of thing. Versus, right. like, being able to build that with somebody. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying, like, relationships are the, in, like, you know, the answer. Because people can be in relationships and still don't know each other's body. And they be mm-hmm. terrible lovers. And Talk about know, it. Like, you know. You're right. Because that exists. So, but yeah. there are th- those, like, exceptions, I guess, where you do mm-hmm. hook up with somebody. And they just know, they know all the mechanics. They know exactly mm-hmm. what to do. And you don't got to mm-hmm. walk them through anything. I don't know how right. often that happens, but I know <laughs> that they're out there. They're like, they're like unicorns. But yeah. this one, one of my friends that I know, he like just, we were just talking about just random stuff, but he was like, guys are bad at sex. Like, that's just what he said. He was like, we just don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I, and I don't know. I think he was speaking from a heterosexual perspective, and I don't know how that relate, mm-hmm. relates to the queer community. But he was mm-hmm. like, we just don't know exactly what to do, and we just have to be told what to do. And I was like, dang, I've never heard a guy actually admit that. But, uh-huh. I mean, hey, it's good to know that one of you out there, you know. Right. When you're admitting um, that a group of you have an issue with sex. Right. Because, like you said, when that goes into well. Yeah. Exactly, because that goes into the selfish love from a heterosexual perspective. Like that uh-huh. goes into 
the selfish lover part of it because a lot of women they're like like I mean we've heard the whole saying oh did you come yet and it's like boy well, how Magnus Stein said you gotta ask you know it ain't happened like, <laughs> 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 I, I mean period <laughs> it really is and I didn't realize how often that happened and it's like mm. it's it's obvious when a I I think it's obvious when a woman has reached her climax her climax and right. it's like and the fact is once a guy has reached their peak they don't mm-hmm. they don't have any interest on finishing the job and it's like gosh mm-hmm. that's like going to a buffet mm-hmm. and not getting full and you okay, still gotta go home you. Right. right you still gotta go home and eat and it's like <laughs> why pay all this money <laughs> why I pay all this money to go eat if you know right. I was gonna get my money's worth so that tough. is I just I just yeah that made me think of another story because one of somebody that I know she, mm-hmm. uh, she was in this relationship with this person or maybe she wasn't they may have just gone on a date I don't know but they were you know intimate with each other and the relationship the intimate part of it was very one way some of y'all might know mm-hmm. where I'm going but I'm mm-hmm. talking as far as oral sex like mm-hmm. he when I don't, he wouldn't go down on her, I think he. I guess he was on his, you know, what is it, DJ Khaled tip, like, mm. oh, I don't, I don't go down on women kind of thing. But right, he was, right. he expected women to go down on him, and I was, Ugh. I wish you could have seen this hop that I did. I felt like pops on the Wayne's brother. Like I did this hop, <laughs> had my pants up. I was like, what? I was like, you are you speaking English right now? That don't make sense right. to me yeah. because that I I could never be yeah. with somebody that would not do that for me because it's like, do you think? women enjoy being down there i mean actually there are some women that enjoy giving oral sex but yeah. the girl is not one of them okay it's it's right. a lot of work to have to do it that <laughs> yes, it it's a yeah. lot it's a lot of work so it's like why would someone i don't know it's cool to do it to like make your partner happy at the same time but right. you gonna be down there too okay this exactly is, this is if i'm putting the work you put in the work too Exactly. This is a two-way street. So I was just baffled, and I was just like, man, I cannot believe that. I think she said eventually he did it, but I'm like, eventually, girl, that should have been day one, okay? Start, okay? Orientation. Day one, okay? On there. This is should have been talked about on our date, okay? What's your credit? Do you have kids? Do you go down? <laughs> like, it's a part of the checklist. <laughs> check, 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 and check. Let's go home at this point, but... I mean, anything that I said, do you relate to anything that I said? How was it like, like, in the queer community from your uh, experience? Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thing. I just think it's a little easier for, say, well, I'm going to say it for male-on-male sex. Uh, I can't speak for mm-hmm. a female-on-female. But, mm-hmm. um, or have you identify, have you identify. Male-on-male, from my experience, you know when somebody, because you're a male yourself, so you know what it looks like, what it feels like when you have climaxed or you've reached your peak, hello, you've tickled the top mm-hmm. of the mountain, hello, like we already know. What, you know what I'm saying? You know you know the body language. You know how we were talking about body language earlier? But this is a different mm-hmm. situation. Like you know when I have climaxed and I've gotten to the point where I'm good or you or you will physically see, you know, we know how the body works, anatomy 101. Mm-hmm. So um, if you see that you haven't gotten there and you've experienced that and I am still sitting there not there, then I would think that you would take everything in your power of being being uh, the moral person that you are, and it's like, oh, I got mine. Well, let me just give this person theirs. Let me help them in whatever way I can. Kiss their neck, kiss their whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just 
something mm-hmm. to help me get there because you've already made it there, okay? So that's my only, like, short little excerpt about that. Like, I just feel like just be fair when it comes to that situation and, and, mm-hmm. and don't be don't be selfish. Um, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's a yeah. hookup or not. Like, y'all both came to get pleasure, it, ple- to pleasure each other to get to the climax. Exactly. Not just exactly. one person gets pleasure and gets the climax, and the other person just gets pleasure for a little bit until you reach your climax. And we just didn't there. No you could have just stayed at home. You could have just stayed at home. I could have just... got it. Exactly. Okay. I could have just been here myself and figured it out. You know what I'm like, saying? Right. Like, because you know who know your body better than you. Huh. Talk about it. So, I have a question. Um, well, uh-huh. So, uh, the different positions, like, as far as the person in the queer community, Jeez. would you mind mentioning Jeez. those? Ooh, and then, yeah. like, okay, so mention those first, but don't go into uh-huh. too much detail because then I want to ask okay. that question. Okay. So, go. Okay, so for those of you who are listening, you may be heterosexual and you may not know about these different positions in the, in the, the queer culture. Or you could be in the queer community and may not know. Or you could be in our own community and you are very new at this. Welcome to the club. Here I am giving you your one-on-one lesson on how to get away with sex. So, hey. <laughs> that is not cute. First position. <laughs> first position or how to learn positions in sex. So here we are. We have bottom. Um, it's very self-explanatory. You are the person who are receiving the – whatever you're receiving, you're receiving it inside of you, okay? That's one. Two, mm-hmm. verse. Verse is in between. So we're venturing – I'm going up the totem pole. So you have bottom, verse. Verse is you're capable of being on top, which is you're capable of penetrating, and you're capable of receiving. Then you move on up to top, which is you are strictly – giving um or penetrating you mm-hmm. sometimes will not you don't even consider bottoming and then you have two more which is verse bottom and verse top which a verse bottom is hope y'all are following along you're gonna rewind if you don't get it um verse bottom is someone who uh prefers to bottom but they will top in a situation or at the end and when you get in a relationship it gets real like confusing you're like oh who's gonna be this who's gonna be that but they'll step up to the plate if need be. And then same for verse top. They prefer to top, but they will bottom for the right person or right situation if they're into it in that manner. So that's your quick two-minute one-on-one on positions in the queer culture, darling. Amen. Man, there needs to be like a queer museum for all these things. Like, like there's, there's so many things. Shoot, and I think there probably is one. Shit. There might be. We need to look that up. But, okay, right. so if you are a bottom or like a verse, Top. Okay. Okay, so do you still come, like, as a bottom? Like, how do you? Yes. So is that, if is you that a dumb question? No, it's not a dumb question, because I think uh, a lot of people are going to hear this, and they probably have this question they want to ask themselves, um, but mm-hmm. never had the chance to, and you get the chance to, so here we are. We're, we're explaining it. So if you are the bottom, and say you are a person receiving, right, um, there's mm-hmm. two things you can do. You can either your top, if he knows what he's doing, he will get you there as far as, like, jacking you off as he's penetrating you or you jack yourself mm-hmm. off while he is penetrating you or some bo- some bottoms they they hit what's called like the second wall so you have the holes that you penetrate and then you have there's mm-hmm. like this second wall in there that is like connected to i'm not gonna get too analytical about what i'm talking about but once you mm-hmm. hit that second hole um it gives them pleasure and some people come off of that whole, that second hole being hit, 
and they don't even need to jack off because you're penetrating them from the back. So you're still hitting that same hole that you get, like, the pleasure from of, like, jacking off or something in the front. You still get that hit, mm-hmm. but just from the back. So it's still, like, all kind of connected. So it's still hitting what you need to come just from a different angle, a different position on your body. So mm-hmm. um, that's how that would work for, like, a, a lot of more verse top or whatever. That's how – those are different options. But if the top knows what he's doing, child, you're going to come regardless. <laughs> okay. So, I hope not. Yeah. I hope the lovers ain't listening. Okay, because you said yeah, you just want to know. Mm-hmm. But that's that is, that's interesting. The way you were describing it, it almost sounds like mm-hmm. women and like their vagina mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because some women they need like things like toys to come, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they can make themselves come. Or right. I heard this funny thing where like you can you can come just make with your mind, and she's like that's the only thing my mind can't do, and I was like, bro, you and me both. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I can't do that. And then like yeah. you said, like it when you were describing like the the wall that you hit, it made it sound like the cheese spot mm-hmm. too. So I thought that mm-hmm. that's what I was like. Yeah, like the male cheese spot. There you go. Yeah, you go. yeah. yeah. So I thought I was definitely yeah. translating in that way. I was like, okay, female body, I got it. Yeah, and there you yeah. go. Yeah. And I think we we were talking about this earlier. I think it's Mm -hmm. interesting that how in the queer community you have these, Mm -hmm. like, different terms, such as burst and bottom Uh and top. Uh And whereas, like, in, like, the hetero community, it's like you you don't really have any terms for it. It's just like you're on top or you're on on bottom. And I think that's, I don't know. I guess it's just interesting how the worlds differ. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know why I even said that, but I just wanted to point that out. Oh, no, I totally, yeah, I appreciate you for asking, because there's probably a lot of people listening to this, like, wait, huh, who, huh? They probably going to rewind about several times to, to get it. But um, it's it's fairly simple. I don't even do, like, the whole verse top, verse bottom thing. I don't even include that. I'll just say bot, uh, bottom, verse top, and that's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to mm-hmm. get even more political with the positions, then you can add that whole, I do this, but I can do this, you know, that then you can yeah. add that. But in my opinion, everybody's verse. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. capable of topping, everybody's capable of receiving. So whatever, but that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, no, I I think that's a shoot. I'd even accept it as a fact because I think it takes a, a certain person to bring that right. out of you or make you even mm-hmm. want, willing to do that. Do that right. those things you were like I would not do ever. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, so I know when we were uh, we mentioned toys slightly. Are you mm-hmm. anti toys? Are you pro toys? Is that even a thing to say? Um, no, them? that is a thing. That's a thing. I have, okay, so I've got my first toy. My friend, I ain't going to say his name. He's a whole teacher out here in these streets. Uh, my friend <laughs> bought me, <laughs> my friend bought me a dildo. Uh, I want to oh. say it was my 20th birthday or 19th mm-hmm. birthday. I hadn't yet had sex. Like, I was still very much so like a virgin, I think. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was. And, child, I it? just didn't like it. I, I've used it once or twice and I just didn't like it like mm-hmm. I just something about just ha- having the real thing I'm gonna get too explicit but something about having the real thing the warmth of another body and then you know this mm-hmm. is that uh, you know something about that intrigues yeah. my mind it makes it more sexy to me but I mean toys mm-hmm. are I mean I probably just haven't found the right toy you know but mm-hmm. all I've had is a dildo and then another dildo that was like slightly smaller and it kind of like vibrates I have those two mm-hmm. but I've used them both just to see how they work but I I don't mm-hmm. They don't do much for me. I've had to be, like, super yeah. horny to the point where I don't really feel like having an interaction with anybody, you know, on that level. So I can just have to push myself, mm-hmm. you know. But other than that, mm-mm. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pro-toy, though. I just – they don't do anything for me. How about you? Fair enough. 
Oh, I have one more question. They are yeah. making these like sex dolls. Would you mm-hmm. ever like entertain the idea of one? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I just would have to. Like I said, I just I like that one of like that body on body hot yeah. temperature on each other. You know, I like that. It's like the I mean, if you sit on the plastic, it sweat. might be hot. Cute, but no, I need them to contribute <laughs> to my body heat. My heat just going into them, and they observing my heat. So I just need us to be observing each other's heat. I need a human, a person, you know. So yeah, I mean, okay. but I'm, I would I'm be down to try it out. But they have these things called yeah. flashlights, which I don't have one, but I want one. And mm-hmm. it's um basically you just you know put your think of a jigger inside it and you just kind <laughs> of like that. go back and forth up and down. It's just like if you were penetrating someone in a sense. Yeah, so I yeah. I was like, I definitely want to see what that's about. But other than that, I haven't tried anything else. I'm very adventurous. I'll try anything once mm-hmm. as, as far as the sex toys. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So to answer your question, I am mm-hmm. pro toys. I think it okay. adds, like, just some extra. It's like a crayon, you know. You just kind of <laughs> add some extra color to your picture. Period. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're cool. I haven't gone, like, super far, like, beyond vibrators. Mm-hmm with the toys but I definitely would like to expand like the I don't know why people are so weird when it comes to talking Mm. about sex they're not as open Mm -hmm. and they think it's something that sure there are some things that should remain private but at the same time it's I don't know I feel like the stigma should be taken away and it's a natural Mm -hmm. thing it's not something you should be ashamed of kind of thing so I think people if you have not done so before visit your local sex store and just browse the aisles you will be amazed at what you see there's so many things that it's something there for everybody like I just enjoy it except the fact I don't like when the the clerks are just up my ass like Mm. hey like do you need this like if I need your help I know where you are the store is small as shit I can see you from where I am (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I just don't like that part of it but there's just so many things in there so I definitely recommend trying out some toys if you haven't done so just to, you know, get an idea if you do like it or you don't like it. And then visit your yeah. sex store because there's a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. pro toys over here. I feel it. Pro toys. Pro, pro. Pro, mm-hmm. pro. Period. Ooh, mm-hmm. I think we – I think there's two more things that I personally want to hit. And I know one was our – we were doing the no strings attached situation. Oh. And, um, ooh, you know, I think a lot of people – I think this kind of kind of ties into Savage Lover just a little bit but not really. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole idea of no strings attached during sex, which is basically meaning you having sex with an individual, and after that, that's that. Like, y'all ain't communicating like that. Y'all ain't really forming a relationship. It's just pure sex, mm-hmm. you know. So let's explore right. that. What's that about? Is that something, not you personally, but just people who yeah. are listening, is that something you explore? Is that something, like, can you do it? Is that possible to even have mm-hmm. sex and not have strings attached? Because I know there are people out here that actually do this for a living, and they're, like, a different different person every night. I'm like, okay, well, that's cute. I couldn't do it. And part of me just be attached sometimes. Like, I have moments where I can because I know that, like, I'm just getting a little piece of what I need for that moment, and then, mm-hmm. okay, I don't need to talk to you no more because you weren't even that great. But then right. I, I try not to have that type of mindset when I go into situations, mm-hmm. at least because everybody's human. I at least want to get to know you some somewhat. We ain't got to go right. rolling down the street and holding hands and jogging, but, you know, some type of relationship because I'm giving you my body, right? So, right. Um, yeah, let's, let's, whatever. Let's crack that up. <gasps> How do you feel about I'm that? Not, like, I'm not against uh, random sex, but okay. I've never had random sex. 
But I feel like I'm not against it for other people to do it, but I don't Mm. know if I could necessarily do it because Mm -hmm. I think it's just because I've never done it. So I don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And like the idea, like the whole, it's like me being a virgin all over again. (laughs) Like, Mm, oh, I'm showing you my body and I don't Uh want you to see it. And then (laughs) like this whole awkward thing, like if I see you in public, do I say hi? Knowing me being Uh, awkward as I am, uh I'm not going to say hi to you. I'm probably going to try to avoid you. Like, for example, when I first started going to therapy and she was, Mm -hmm. we were talking about like, what if I see you in person? And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, you could acknowledge me, but I can't acknowledge you. And I was like, girl, I don't even want you to look in my direction. Like, I'm not, (laughs) like, I don't need this. I'll give you a head nod and I'll see you right. in the next session, but I don't want right. to talk. I don't know why that is, you know, it's like, is, does it sound like I'm ashamed of that or something? I guess, I guess maybe, okay. No, I know what it is. I think mm. it's because I'm being so open with that person. Mm, and there's being me. Yeah, you, were you about to hit it? You're about to yes. hit it. Yes. So that's what it is. Because that's, that, cause that's how I feel like with my therapist, like she mm. knows all these intimate things that mm-hmm. the, about me in such a short amount of time and it takes right. years maybe even decades for people to learn those things about me so it's like when she sees me in my element outside of her office it's like like I feel naked or I feel like a kid or I feel like vulnerable I guess mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. and I and I compare that to like just some some random sex person or random person I have sex with yeah with so I couldn't I couldn't do it but I mean yeah, I I couldn't do it. Yeah, but I, who knows? I think if I ever had the chance to try, maybe I don't know. I don't know mm. what to say. It's kind of hard to say because I'm like married. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I I don't think I'll ever get the chance to try. I know, right? Like you, where, where are you going? But okay. no, like I don't know if I'd be able to do it because I feel like I yeah. would be obsessing over them and thinking mm, about them mm-hmm. and not because like yeah. I want to be with them, but it's like, Oh my goodness. Like what did they think of that? Like, you know, when you send a text to somebody and you start mm-hmm. overthinking every word and you're like, Oh my God, maybe uh, I shouldn't have said, and, and it's like, girl, yeah. they will send you like two words back and they don't even care. Right. What I said. Yeah. I so, totally agree. Yeah. I, I think know, that's the think? perspective that I've had before I was like, I don't want to say became a part of the culture. But before mm-hmm. I just started to gain sexual experiences and then experience different uh, sexual situations with different kinds of people, I think that was me for the longest time. So maybe like the first couple of people, like over the past couple of years that I've slept with, I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, like, tonight, let's hang out, let's do this. And then as like you, just being real, as I get to know more people and start to have like sex and stuff like that with people outside of those people I've named before, um, it's just like, okay, yeah, I don't really care to know you. I just want my fix, kind of, and you can get your fix, and we can just be cool, and we can hit each other up if mm-hmm. we want to get this fix solved again. If, it's, if it was great, if it wasn't great, nine times out of ten, I will not call you again, you know, mm-hmm. um, that type of situation. I think that's a lot of what's going on, like, within queer culture. Like, we have these apps, like Grindr, Jacked, all this other mm-hmm. stuff that you can meet people, and, like, there's, like, a hookup type of culture situation so everybody's just looking for their next fix not really looking for an LTR or long-term relationship situation mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's just how I feel about it. like I'm not against it at all it's just it is what it is um, I would like to right. personally I would like to have some type of a like if it was if we had a really good chemistry like had really good chemistry um like I got to the point now where I like to have a conversation before they even come over 
or, you know, or get to know each other a little more, this and that. Like, if they're open to that, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm open to getting to know them, and we can, they can be my, my casual buddy or my, my friends with benefit mm-hmm. or something like that. But if they just like, oh, well, I just want to do this, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm turned off. I'm good. Well, I just want right. this. I don't really want all that chit-chat, you know, that type of situation. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can't. You know, at least be respectful of a person that you're going to be over here, you know, right. getting into their body or getting down with them, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like your requirements. Like yeah, change over time. It's, so, exactly. Yeah. So back then I was like, okay, well, oh well, you know. I went from, I went from, oh my god, I need to text them. Then I went from, um, oh, I don't really care. And now I'm like, okay, I need you to pass a screening, and then see if we can <laughs> continue because I'm not looking for randos every other day. I'm saying I'm looking for a rotation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So one or two people I know I can call if I need a little fix or two. So right. that's it. So my all star <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it All is. All star smash team. I got you. Period. Period. And that's on that. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it as far as that. I am curious though, because I know we've talked a lot about sex today, and I know y'all are probably sexed out. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> there is it is it is very important to keep aware the safety practices when it comes to sex. Um, and what I mean by that is just all the way from just being tested regularly, if that is your, if that is your just, or just protecting yourself with the utmost protection, whether that means condoms mm-hmm. or female condoms or, you know, any other methods of prevention to help keep you safe yeah. and healthy. At the end of the day, if you are listening, um, I just, it's all fun, but also has a serious part to sex, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I that's, that's a real question because I, I feel like, me, I get tested a little bit too much. Not because I'm out here being like promiscuous or anything, but I just I'm paranoid mm-hmm. about things and, and and I'm still learning a lot about things and how things are transmitted and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's why the not knowing has me paranoid. But from mm-hmm. my perspective, I have heard like from like different females that I talk to that are straight, they don't get tested often. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, well I'm not often as in oh every two weeks, but like every three months, six months, right. one year, like they don't get tested at all unless they have to do blood work for who knows what, right? So I'm like, I guess mm-hmm. I wanted to hear, like, your perspective on how you feel about that whole, it's like, testing things, sex, sex, all that. Yeah. Well, for starters, I was getting tested while I was a virgin. Okay. And my, okay. my, my, <laughs> right, my roommate from college would not let me forget it. She's like, this is coming mm. from someone who was getting HIV tests as a virgin. I'm right. like, girl, it might uh-huh. be in the air. You never know. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, I'm pro. I, I'm. It's weird because I was gonna say I'm pro getting tested, but mm-hmm. I'm here. I am married, and I haven't been tested since college. Right. So that's oh, that's man, that's wild. When you ask that question, made me think about it. Yeah, yeah. I even told, like, I even told my partner, I was like, hey, like, we should go get tested, but we know that we're not doing anything. But it's just right, like, right. I don't know. I guess it's kind of like a due diligence of your, to your mind to know. Right. Like. Right. Like your due diligence. So you yeah. asking that definitely. Wow, it just kind of surprised me mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. to hear that women don't get tested as regularly mm-hmm. as they should, mm-hmm. and the fact is, here I am a woman, and I, like I said, I've been out of, I graduated in 2015, and I haven't been tested mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. wait, I think I got tested once in like 2016 because I like pricked mm-hmm. my finger and I was like oh, messing with you. stuff. Right. Yeah, so I got tested for all these different things, but before that, like I didn't even think because I, because me being married, I think that I'm like safe but we safe. all know I mean, mm. especially if you've seen like four color girls you yes. are not safe so yes. you should definitely exactly. be getting tested so 
hearing you ask that, it, I'm definitely going to find somewhere for yeah. James and I to get tested because, you know, it's important to know even if you aren't messing around, like it's just re- mm-hmm. an extra reassurance. Yeah. But, yeah, that makes me – that concerns me, and that makes me sad that what? people I... aren't taking their – Oh, yeah, that they're it's like, okay. That they're not getting tested, you know, and they're not taking their yeah. health seriously. And the fact is, mm-hmm. like, we just finished talking about a selfish lover, so don't – that's yeah. a part of it. Like, be selfish with your health and putting other people at risk, especially mm-hmm. if you are going to be Talk out here free-loving, free-loving right. with everybody. Like, they deserve that respect. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're – if you respect them enough to let them be in you or you be in mm-hmm. them, but you don't have mm-hmm. the respect to say like, Hey, I want you to be safe and healthy and like keep the count or whatever it is down. It's not, it's not cool. So. Yeah. Dang. I didn't, I was not prepared for that question. I really, that really threw me for a loop. Well, so it's like, you handled it out, child. <laughs> when, I mean, cause I mean, me being a woman and then me being a mm-hmm. black woman, it's like, mm-hmm. we, we gotta do better. Like you need to yeah. be tested. Like just, yeah. that's important. I mean, yeah. what about you from your from your perspective? Um, I think uh, it kind of ties into the misconception part, but it's still relevant to what we're talking about now as far as safe sex. Um, the situation with queer culture is people always want to point the finger and say, oh, you're gay, so you're probably going to catch a HIV. We're just going to blow into AIDS before I do, like that mm-hmm. situation. But when we really look mm-hmm. at statistics, like, just looking at like you can go to like the CDC and just look at these things and you can see that like women specifically are like the leading gender for HIV and anything else that they try to associate not saying I'm demonizing women because of -hmm. whatever but I'm just saying people are throwing this on one particular culture when it's other cultures involved as well you know what I'm saying like it's not just gay people that are transmitting this disease like you know so um, that's my whole I guess perspective on like getting tested and just knowing um your status like you don't, you don't care i don't care who you are you can be black white yellow um cisgendered um, non-binary whatever like if you're engaging mm-hmm. in fake uh sex practices then i just feel as though you should just kind of keep up even if it's only once a year almost once every six months you know like even, even mm-hmm. if you're not engaged you know just for your sake of mind knowing and then you can promote others because i think what's exciting to me is like when i say i'm going to get tested for my own personal reasons and the girls that I have that are friends here, like, oh, I didn't even thought about getting tested. Like, I want to go get tested. Like, can you let me know when you go? Like, my friend Maeva, mm-hmm. she's like, I want to go with you next time you get tested. Can you let me know? Or a friend that is in my same community and never really thinks about getting tested because they're so scared of, like, what the results may be or, like, this is that. Like, there's so many stigmas around getting tested that people are afraid mm-hmm. to, you know. But, like, right. just just saying, like, from friends that I have that – um say our HIV positive and stuff like that like it's no longer we're no longer in a world where like diseases such as HIV anything like that are death sentences especially HIV like they're they've broken so many ground like so much ground mm-hmm. in in that virus that mm-hmm. um now they eventually they're going to get to they've had cases where they've cured things I mean they're not like multiply the prescriptions yet to mm-hmm. get other people in the works of it. But, you know, I mean, it's it's being worked on. And it's but it's not like what non-det- it used to be. It's like not detected. Non-detectable, like yeah. That. Now you can get to the right. point where you're non-detectable. You, it won't go into football needs and have complications and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So the world is evolving when it comes to everything around that. But I just, um, that whole misconception of just gay people only being able to transmit it or catch it or pass it, you know, is is not the truth. So just get yeah. everyone get tested and everyone be exactly. safe in their sex practices and then we'll all be 
fine and be truthful mm-hmm. about your results if you are positive in any way, you know, before engaging yeah. with other people. Like, just be up honest with people. Like, that's the first question I ask. Okay, do you have paperwork? Do you have this and that? Like, can we prove to that you are? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, just for my safety and your own. Because like you said, you have to be selfish with your health So as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my spiel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you were saying that, it just sounds like a bunch of propaganda to try yeah. to, I don't know, alienate the queer community yes. in some way. And it's yes. just frustrating because the fact is, like, STDs, they don't know a color. It's like, you uh-huh. can catch it. About it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to catch it if you're not being smart and being safe about the mm-hmm. thing it's like if you're gonna and i know some people are like you know condoms they don't feel it doesn't feel the same with condoms or the case mm-hmm. of like uh what is it um condoms don't protect everything but like you uh, said you go a mm-hmm. step further and was like hey like do you have paperwork of your last test results like ask those yeah. questions and if they're not willing yeah. to answer like they're not good enough to be inside you and that's just period that's just you what it is that. like yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, exactly. I just don't want anyone to get hurt because I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I when I when I would go get like HIV and AIDS tests and stuff, and mm-hmm. like the lady I would talk to, she's like, you know, I've already had to tell like five people, and it's like, mm-hmm. and you may not even be careless because there are some people yeah. that are born with HIV and AIDS, and then there are right. some people yes. who were with one partner and one partner only, and that partner mm-hmm. betrayed their trust, mm-hmm. and it's just like, than drugs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I and mean, drugs and, and I'm needles. Speaking, yeah. uh, drugs and needles. Exactly. Those things. And I'm not saying I'm speaking from experience, but it's like I'm yeah. in a trusted relationship, and I don't, I don't expect my partner to stray, and I know I'm not straying. But it's like you can never be too careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really, I mean, you saying that that really helped me out. Like I'm definitely, and I'm not just saying that for yeah. everybody who's listening, and like mm-hmm. for you to hear, I'm definitely going to look into getting tested because that would just crush my soul and y'all yeah. if the podcast just stops out of nowhere it's because i'm in jail and yeah. i ain't getting out <laughs> Not <I'm> in jail. <laughs> yeah I try, I, oh, trust me i get it <laughs> right exactly totally so exactly so i just yeah definitely take your health seriously and it's something we don't think about a lot and that's just frustrating mm-hmm. me. and yeah. frust- i'm frustrated with myself because i didn't even think about it a lot until you said it so right. thank you for that Yes, I just want to close with one final little fact here for those people who are listening. I just feel like I wouldn't be myself or a part of microculture if I did not mention it because I was mentioning safe sex practices. There's also these two type of prescriptions that you can take. One is being PrEP. Um, I do not know the medical, well, I do know the medical terms to them, but they are very uh, complicated to say. But it's PrEP and PEP. Mm-hmm. PrEP is what you would take to prevent um, from uh, contracting any for, uh, HIV and things like that. Like it prevents you from, the more you take it, the more you build up your immune system and your cell count to fight off things such as that if it were to enter your body. And then PEP mm-hmm. is for people who um, have already have contracted HIV, but they're trying to keep like, you know, the count lower and they're trying to uh, get to the point where they're uh, continue to be uh non-detectable and be incapable of transmitting it to someone else or a partner that they're involved with. Um, mm-hmm. So those are two PrEP and PEP. For, for those of you who want to know more information about that, you can always go online and search the two prescription drugs that they have. Um, those are also prevention methods for people who are, who are trying to be safe and practicing that. Now, just because you're on these fields does not mean you do not use protection um, as far as like condoms right. and female condoms and stuff like that. That is not an excuse too, because mm-hmm. you can still catch anything else outside of that with that prescription exactly. drug. So um, anyways, yes, I am. That was rambling. 
Um, no, no, that was good. It was like birth control when you described it. Like, yeah, exactly. You want birth control? Don't mean you're gonna get pregnant. I know several exactly. people that want birth control and have gotten pregnant. Okay, double exactly. up. Exactly. See, look at you. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, this has really been a really fun, engaging, joyful conversation for me today. I wasn't sure which way. I know it's going to be a good episode. I just wasn't sure how great of an episode it would be. So I'm just really proud that we had this conversation. Just had some fun with it and also tried to educate those who are listening. And, yeah, okay. that's all I That's all I have. I don't know. I hope you all learned something. I know we went uh, – I don't think we went too hot and heavy, but we are clearly open when it comes to talking about sex, and hopefully mm-hmm. you aren't cringing by the end of this video, or maybe yeah. you are just as open <laughs> as we are and you want to share your experiences. I feel like a lot of people who know us probably learn a lot of things they didn't already know, mm-hmm. and, you know, welcome. That's what happens welcome. with podcasts. <laughs> A little mm-hmm. bit of us is revealed in the innocent parts and not so innocent parts as well. So I'm glad you guys listened. Hope you got something out of it. Also, happy Pride. just want to say that. Yeah. I know it's not exactly the typical, you know, Pride month because we're all still, mm-hmm. like, social distancing and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, happy Pride to everybody and hope you're celebrating in the prideiest way you can. I can't even <laughs> try to think of a way to say it. I can't get it. Yeah. I was going to say gayest, but, yeah, that's including people. Whatever. You know what she It's meant. better you say it than I say it, right? You know. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, do you want to close this week or what? Um, no, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you all for tuning in with us this Wednesday. We'll see you next week for another banging episode from The Odd Ones Out from Miss Proper and myself. And we are the Odd Ones 